Right, ready? Yeah. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Weekly Freestyle, episode eight of season five with myself, Tom Dean, my co host, Alex Sutton. It is Sunday morning, just about to become Sunday afternoon in about four minutes' time. And we're together back in bar and uh, not at TWF HQ, unfortunately, but one of our other regional offices uh, where we've recorded quite a lot of content in the past. And we're doing an episode together. Which- <laughs> Okay. What do we do? I don't know. Right, ladies and gents, we've just wrapped up one of the best quizzes we've ever done. Um, That's with inside and outside of the pod. Inside and outside of the pod. Forget question of sport. Forget all the interviews. Everything, even Claire Balding. This probably rivaled that interview. So it was brilliant. We had a follower of the pod, uh, a guest who's interacted a lot and left us some brilliant reviews. Um, international. We've gone international, the week three has gone international um, to the point where we're having guests write um, some quiz questions for us um, about a topic that's close to all of our hearts. Mm. So um, you've got to give it a listen. It's brilliant. It's really, really exciting. Um, did you enjoy it as much as I did? Uh, Tom, I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Just, yeah, thank you, Claudia, for your questions. Um, yeah, can't wait to listen to that back. Mm. Um, but the most important thing is who wins the quiz because it's, it's hotly contested. It so. does, and this is probably one of the closest... Um, closest quizzes we've had and it does decide who takes the lead at this point yeah, it might have been low scoring but we'll, we'll let mm-hmm. you get on to that but Tom how's how's your week been we're and the reason I mentioned this is because I've got a business proposition for you um, and I've got a new side hustle hmm. um, that my my dad and I and my, my girlfriend have been um, investing in and you know you know those disposable cups that you get hmm. at sporting events yeah, yeah if you collect one and bring it back you make one pound no way. So I spent basically the whole of my Saturday afternoon and also that was last week and Saturday, mm. Friday evening, collecting plastic cups and no making way. millions. You must have made bank. Oh, I at least refunded like a third of the ticket price. No way. That's actually what they just lying, lying around. Yeah. So you'll go through bins, yeah, and rifling through bins. So basically everyone <laughs> they charge so they charge everyone a pound extra for their drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they if everyone brought their drinks back, then it would make yeah, even yeah, yeah. obviously a load of people just leave them. So yeah. I am literally just rifling through the stands. Mm. One pound per drink, you 17 pounds back at Lord's. Mad, isn't it? It's like when um we used to swim at the Magnet, the Leisure Centre in Maidenhead, before the session or after the session when I was a kid. I'd go through all the lockers. I'd, <laughs> check if anyone, I'd go lockering. And I'll check if anyone had left quids in the lockers. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, you weren't like prizing open lockers. No, <laughs> I didn't have a crowbar like popping them open. I'd go round the unlocked lockers and see if you know you used to have to put a quid in. Mm, yeah. And I'd go round and I'd see if anyone left. Mate, one time I made like five or six quid. Wow. Straight up to the cafe, Twix, drink, packet of crisps. Scratchy. Scratchy. Um London British swimming. Exactly. Early, early doors. Early doors. Invest in yourself. So uh <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> um no yeah. there's there's a lot of hustle, schemes though. out there Good hustle. um so it was really weird after we managed to watch Djokovic on center court yeah and he didn't start his game till eight o'clock and they finish at 11 so everyone most people are leaving but the bars are shut mm. for ordering but there's just queues of people cashing in these cups no and there's nothing they they have to accept it's quite a smart idea because it kind mm. of keeps it clean and tidy but then they don't make a loss on it do they no so but yeah that's, cool. that's my new proposition for you very cool um Talking of propositions, congrats. The Amiga deal is yes, something you put on your social media. You've got the, a nice bit of ice. So on your wrist. I don't know if we're going to do a little reel here, but I'm very fortunate to have an Amiga on my wrist, the Speedmaster. Mm. Uh, first watch ever worn on the moon. Uh, <laughs> really? <this one. laughs> 
<laughs> no, this this model, which is actually quite cool. So, um, who yeah. wore it on the moon? Mr. Armstrong. Uh, I couldn't tell you who was uh, the person who actually the wore it, um, but it was the first watch. So, no, Amiga, obviously, really involved in the Olympics, a brand that I absolutely love. Uh, do all the timekeeping, do all the timing pads and mm. stuff that we use. Um, heavily involved in sports, and I'm a massive, massive watch fan, really into yeah. them. Always had a passion for it, and it's something that we've been working on for a while. And I'm very, very fortunate that they're going to support me heading into Paris 2024. Uh, and I was really happy that I could announce it the other day. Yeah, on Instagram. Cool. yeah, so it was a awesome. nice, it was a nice Insta drop you did. Mm. Like that photo was mm. cool. And I was really happy, like, and like, shoot. what a family to be like part of, you know. And I liked it. Phelps, you know, he's an uh, Omega ambassador. He's he has Omega. been for his whole. I know he's big. He's big on Whoop as well. Yeah, he's a big. He's whoop. like their number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so, can you wear an Amiga and a Whoop? I guess because they're separate fields. One sport, wearable sport mm. technology. It's like a heart rate monitor. Which which wrist for which though? That's the thing, isn't it? Amiga. Good stuff. Uh, also, last week we had a really fun episode with our good friend Luke Withers, one mm-hmm. of the top coaches, mm-hmm. top age group coaches, and coach in general in the mm. UK. And we've had a lot of. Um, I guess feedback, mm. comments, and even some questions. Yeah, um, that we might want to get down to. Oh yeah. Um, right about now. Um, one where we maybe want to start is with Layla, who I think has uh, a daughter that swims. Yeah. Um, and she just asked a question about mileage and like k's a week. And I remember you. We had a quick chat about it before, but um, his daughter's doing a lot of Ks. So, very right, Leila, thank you very much for messaging into the pod. Thank you for listening to the episode. Really, your question about age swimming, I should direct to Luke himself, mm. um, because obviously this is his field of expertise. Um, so I would even think about reaching out to him personally, because he'll be able to give you a much better answer than I can. But purely from my experience, um, you know, you're talking about your daughter being 12 years old and swimming eight sessions a week, 14 hours in total, including land training and sessions that are up to eight kilometers a session. I'm sorry, I never do sessions that are that big. Mm. The longest sessions we do will be kind of high sixes and stuff like that. Rare that will pop into the sevens. The way I did it when I was an age group, by the time I left Maidenhead at 18 years of age, I was doing, I think, nine sessions a week, either Mm. nine or 10, nine sessions a week, I think. Uh, And I remember I added one every year. So when I was 17, I was doing eight. 16, I was doing seven. 15 I was doing six and so on and so forth when I was 12 I was probably only doing four sessions a week yeah I think you need to have that room for progression otherwise you just you can't move up and those meterages are very very big I think land training as well can be important but I remember you know you don't need to be lifting weights you don't need to be doing anything like that a core work I say from the scratch is important six minute core six minute core minimum um no core work is important but the most land training i did when i was 12 was we used to play manhunt before our session so <laughs> i think just enjoyment relaxing you don't need to do too many early mornings just make sure she's loving it and that's the main thing and look cut back on the sessions to us that room for improvement no that that sounds uh, like very sensible advice um and another question we had in was from Noah Shelders, who's been on the pod. Big fan of Shelders. Um, he's, in, he's in the cool room. Uh, he's actually at the Grand Prix today. So mm. hopefully that all goes well. He yeah. has an interesting race. But Shelders, he's not hes not actually a swimmer himself. And I think there are probably quite a few listeners that mm. don't actually get involved in, in the sport, maybe kind of have a, have a mild interest in it. But he's just made a few thoughts and comments about the sport as a whole and trying to get it more more popular um i don't know if there are any points that you picked up on because yeah i remember you saying you, you agreed with a lot of them um 
But one thing just here is he's saying that club, he's made six points, but one of them just off the top, club swimming is super expensive. Mm. And, and there's probably, and there's just a lot of talent that is being put off just by the prices and stuff. Um, he's mentioned the same about swimming lessons. Obviously, you've, if you've got if you've got family, um, you've got to send all your kids there. Um, hard to find streams as mm. well. Um, have you got any thoughts on that? Honestly, Sheldon's made six points you've made are probably six of the most valid points about the problems facing the sport of swimming at the moment. Um, straight off about the prices, it's absurd. You know, entering swimming competitions so expensive. Nationals, it's a week long competition in Sheffield. You're expected to pay a cover a, a week of accommodation in that city. It's so expensive. Like, I remember my family, you know, we had a few siblings, I had a few siblings of mine that used to swim. And, you know, doing a week in nationals would be like sometimes up to a thousand pounds. It would cost for food, travel, entries, kit, accommodation. It was absolutely nuts. That needs to change. Uh, swimming lessons are expensive. Luckily, the club prices aren't too bad, mm-hmm. but they are getting squeezed and they are going up in price, especially as leisure centers outgoings go up because that increasing cost just gets shifted to the consumer, which are the families trying to get their kids in swimming lessons. That's why school swimming lessons need to be a much, much bigger part of the curriculum, something that I've spoken about and uh, my close friend, colleague and guest of the pod, Duncan, spoken about, uh, including the reel that we released the other day. So Mm -hmm. two very, very good points. And then at higher level, you know, the fact that swimming competitions aren't promoted as much as they should do, they're not done in a way that's that exciting. I mean, even like at lower level, you know, why would a kid want to sit in a hot, sweaty pool for, you know, from 8am on a Sunday morning and uh, on a Saturday morning till 8pm Sunday night when, you know, you make to go into a quick game on a Saturday, mm-hmm. playing a game of football and then chilling in the afternoon. You know, it just makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. So that needs to, needs to be more accessible and results need to be more accessible. The only way I ever get results to any competition is through our close friend, Steve from Pool Boy, because yeah. he is the go-to guy. Without a Twitter page like that, British Swimming don't post enough about it. Fina, Len, these competitions, it's hard to get results. You know, without pages like Swim Swam and Pool Boy, it's really, really difficult to access them. So, Noah, you make some great points. And then the fact that a non-swimmer can highlight these problems yeah. shows just how bad they are. Yeah, and I guess from, from the other side, it, it's always going to be tricky to make these changes. I guess if you're looking at a competition, how else would you do it other than an all-day event? Oh, no, uh, it's tri- if, you, if you've got a competition say i remember i came down to competition with with you once in portsmouth if you're doing three races <laughs> one might be in the morning oh, no. it, it's tricky the tough um, is you've got kids from eight years old to 18 male and female yeah and there's what how many events are there 450s 400s four five 200s no 500s so that's 14 of events yeah and then you've got two 400s 16 events an eight of 15, 18 events, yeah. men and women, 36, you know, 10 age categories, 360 events. How 50 many heats? kids? You know, yeah, 50, 100, 200 kids in each event, heats, then finals in the evening, you know, A finals and B finals. It, yeah. it, it's so, so much racing, mm. you know. So how else do you Would do it? it? I'm not too sure. Is this a really radical thing to say, but you cut the distances that you do because you've got 50, 100, 200. Yeah in all strokes would you maybe just go we're just going to do 100 as in a competition just for hundreds or just in general in the sport because there are so many categories i know but then it's like you, I, you so know, I, a... I think kids should do all events from a young age yeah you know i think kids shouldn't specialize and say i'm a 50 swimmer when they're 12 years old yeah, kind of thing so. um i don't know how you do it maybe it's just like rock up do your race go home kind of thing yeah something like that so probably above our pay grade that 
Yeah, but we'll, we'll see the Badger chat. Yeah, when we when we got more time, we'll, we'll tackle that. But we'll, yeah, we'll stick to serious stuff. We've hit one thousand followers. Yeah, we have. We've hit one thousand followers. Your third leg was just phenomenal. Mad. We're going international. We've got over a thousand followers. Oh, oh, we're in the top two hundred and fifty. We're in the top two hundred and fifty sports podcasts. In the that was Kingdom. that was a cool moment. I think. I'm so mad. That was cool. I just think in in less than a year and in fewer than fifty episodes. We were three behind the official, official Liverpool podcast. That's mad. That's nuts. Please, please, everyone who's listening, send it to your friends and family. Get them to... Uh, the big things are leaving a review yeah. uh, and rating Follow. it and yeah. following it because that will pop us into the top 200. I'd love to be in the top 200. Which gets us on the official Apple podcast channel. So please, please, please. But also thanks so much for obviously everyone who's listened, yeah. got involved. Like there, we do get like quite a few messages in mm. these days, and like on the it's reel, awful. on the reels and the stories and stuff. And mm. trying to, we're trying a few new things in the reels. Like you might have seen, like shout out to Jake, Jakey Swims. Like he's helping us out, which is really cool. Mm. some really good stuff. Mm. Just, just helps everything uh, flow, doesn't it? It but does. It does. We've hit one k followers, and we we made a promise, okay. and we're gonna stick to that promise. Yeah, we are. So, I think we're thinking. Yeah. So. We're going to be giving away some signed London Raw merch, which is hard to get your hands on these days yeah. because it's only done for a few seasons, the ISL, before it died a death. Um, so for people who don't know, the International Swimming League occurred for a few years and one of the teams was London Raw, which I represented, and I've still got some merch stashed away, which William, my younger brother, um, is helping to find in my house, my family home, my family home. Right now, he's searching um, through the house. Yeah, we tasked him with that because he's doing sweet FA apart from that on his summer holidays. So he got to go and find some, and it's going to be signed and sealed and sent off to a special yeah. listener. Might even chuck some weekly free so much in there if you want that. Some people might not want that. Well, it's going to become hot property. That's we'll all see. I'm going to say with we'll some see. of the moves we're making. Um, so yeah, we'll look at keeping out that for that on yeah. the Instagram. Um, so that'd be fun. And one thing just popped into my head. My first ever swimming teacher has just retired. No way. Jill Dinsdale. Where? Was that made? This was at Cro- uh, Crossfields, my primary school. No way. Um, and I think her sons, one of her sons, or I think they both swim, but she's been working at that school for 25 years. No way. And she took like our swimming squad sessions and she's only just retired. I think we we maybe send her something or drop a message. Maybe. Yeah, okay. Well, she's a swim teacher. She's clearly passionate about um the sport she um is a local yeah hero by the sounds of things 100 i'll show you the linkedin and i reckon we drop her message but her sons are ben and james mm-hmm. i think ben might have interacted with instagram one time so ben if you're listening say thanks to your mum because you know i had some great yeah. great times under yeah. her guidance i'll drop her a line i will drop her a line yeah we'll drop her a line uh, that's very exciting um and obviously, you are flying out to Japan soon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're in the taper, but yeah. what what does your kind of next week look like? Because this is going to be the last pod that we're going to do, well, certainly in the UK, before mm. you head out. Mm. Um, so what, what are your plans? Um, so I'm going to Kagoshima between the 12th of July and the 19th of July. So I've got a week in Kagoshima, in which time we will record a pod. Uh, then we start competing on the 23rd. So... The recordings are going to have to take a break mm. for about a week. But I quite like this because we're on episode eight. We're going to do an episode nine mm. out in Kagoshima, and then that leaves our our big oh, fifty ready can, to go. We can do that when we get back. Yeah, and we and we can go. We, and we can go, go all out. <laughs> Anything, <laughs> nothing's off the cards in that. Send in, <laughs> send in any suggestion you can possibly think of. I want to violate my body in that episode. <laughs> 
the first that that last swim that you're gonna have in Japan, the first thing you're gonna think about is I can do anything for this podcast. I'm anything. looking forward to that. Any um, location, any time of day, that's gonna be the big five. So maybe maybe we bring our like break week mm-hmm. on yeah, that week. Yeah. You know, there'll still be content. Well, you know, there's there'll, always there'll, there'll be content, but please, everyone who's listening, send in any suggestion you can think of for that big fifth year. Nothing is do you know when, off limits do you know i've had thought you know when they do like obviously we've, we've spoken about the spicy food <laughs> which is gonna kill me but like you know when they do like say it or shot it oh yeah <laughs> we could get listener questions oh it's like truth or drink yeah 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 all right yeah you gotta send we just get battered on the pod i'm not being well funny though j20s with some vodka j20s with some yeah no uh it, it was only J20s. it would only be j20s yeah straight j20s straight j20s um, i'm actually really excited for that. i actually can't wait for that we'll do that the big 50th episode can't believe it so the, the 50 episodes mm. that's that's nearly like a whole 24 25 hours it'll yeah. be more than yeah, you could listen to a whole day of the weekly brief that sounds like my dream day actually um from midnight to midnight in my ears straight there yeah I think a game we should play is you should like do a random time, so a random episode, mm. and then a random minute. Yeah. And then you just have to listen to the minute. Yeah, so you got to listen yeah. to the minute straight, and then you got to like yeah, chat about it or something. And then if you get a minute, Paggy. <laughs> I um, but yeah, that's that's exciting. So we'll we'll catch up in Japan yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah. Um, hopefully the Wi-Fi will be good. Fingers crossed. I imagine. Japanese. I think so. Japanese. You'd, you'd expect so. Internet infrastructure. Be clean Wi-Fi. Right. But it won't be as good as Bath. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think now is the time to, you know, test test our knowledge and get Claudia in the call. Yeah, let's do it. Let's kick off the quiz. Hi. Oh, hey. Can you hear hey, me? Claudia. Hi. Can you hear me? Ooh, where is that? Sorry, we're just trying to sort the audio. Unless it's unless it's us. No. <laughs> um, but we can hear this. But no, we can hear. Oh, actually, maybe it's us. Try, try that. Wait, this is probably us. Um, can you put, hear me? No. There we go. Sorry, Claudia. Sorry. You can hear me now. Loud and clear. Sorry. It's been a long time since I did a Zoom call, so no words. Wasn't quite sure. We we have no idea what's going on. All right. Yeah, we're still trying to figure it all out. <laughs> Thanks. Well, it's nice up. meeting you guys. It's a little bit like, weird. I gotta man. say, you know, after listening to you solo and seeing your faces on the reels, going to <laughs> have a conversation yeah. it's a bit weird oh well thank you for your time um yeah we really <laughs> appreciate you giving up a bit of your sunday morning and to help us out and rise a few questions and yeah thanks for listening as well to the pod and supporting it and texting us in and stuff like that no we really appreciate it so thank you very much for that um where, where are you calling from by the way i'm actually spanish that's it so i'm calling you from spain from oh. the very south of spain very nice south of spain did you say yeah. Oh, lovely. Um, oh, lush. Very nice. I've not yeah. been there. I've heard it's have yeah. Been there? I, I've not been, but I've heard it's great for a holiday. I mean, maybe if you come in winter, it would be nice. But it gets it gets really hot in summer. Yeah, yeah, I bet. I bet. And and where did you study? Did you study in Spain? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm I live in Spain, study in Spain. Right. Cool. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, we've heard you got a few questions for us. We hear that you've been, so you, you study, do you study stuff to do with animals? Is that right? I study biology. Yeah. But one thing we've also discussed on the pod is badgers. Yeah, we have indeed. We have indeed. Um, if you're good to go, then I think we might jump in with the uh, yeah. quiz. Do we know um, what yours? Uh, I think 
The score is two. You might know better than us. I think we're going to say in the quiz, uh, the 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 quiz between us two. I think it's two all. So this is quite an important, quite an important quiz. This could be the tiebreaker. <laughs> so, uh, but I I've mentioned to you that this because I've got a bunch of questions ready just in case because I told you that these are kind of like interesting facts about badgers, like funny things about them. Yeah. Um, but I think I got to say, I was quite surprised with most of the information that I found. So I don't think you might know the answer to any of these questions. <laughs> well, that's fine. And, <laughs> Nothing out of the usual, is it really? It's like a little and, football quiz for me, isn't it? There is a possibility that none of you might get a point. I mean, I, I've got faith in you. I know. Sweet. I'm just glad that Badgers are getting the airtime. They finally deserve. They finally deserve. Do you want to do you want to explain how we first came? Up? Yeah. So for people who don't know, um, quite an interesting story actually. Alex was recording in his flat and looked out of his window into. This, a, this is late night. Late night. Looked out into his window into the car park and saw a family of Badgers. I think it was just one. parking up the whip. I think they're heading into town. Um, and <laughs> since then, it's become a hot topic of conversation for us. So. Without further ado, should we jump into the quiz? Who's going to go first? Mr. Badger himself, I think, will kick us off. He even got the black and white, the black and white badger top on. <laughs> okay, so three questions each, okay? Yeah, yeah, you cannot okay. see them, right? No, no, no we no, can't no. see them. Okay. So, Alex, first yes. question is, where can badgers be found? Where it cannot be found? Where, so where the first they can't be found. Well, I yeah. know they can be found in the St. Jude's car park. So, <laughs> so the first one is Japan, Australia, or Saudi Arabia. So Japan, Australia, Saudi Arabia. Uh, never been. So I've, I've got to say Saudi. Surely there are no badgers in Saudi. Unless they're really rich badgers. Gucci. <laughs> That's your answer. Yeah. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that is badger in Saudi Arabia, you're joking. Wearing my badger. You can <laughs> think it's the honey badger, the one they got there. Oh. Um, the only place where you cannot find them is Australia. Wow. Well, you've been there, so. I've been, never seen one out there, so it makes sense that. Right. right. I would have said Japan, to be honest. Next question, Tom. Badgers can team up with one of these animals to hunt? Hedgehogs, coyotes, <laughs> or raccoons? So what was the second one? Coyotes? Coyotes. Yeah. I'm going to go raccoons, because okay. they're similar in being disgusting with <laughs> those animals. So I'm going to go raccoons. I feel like they're both, yeah, both the same. Raccoons? I, but I'd want to see a badger and a hedgehog. Imagine like a badger riding a coyote into battle. That's what I imagine. Go hunting. Uh, I'm going to go raccoon. See. No, sorry. <laughs> it's actually coyotes. Oh, really? And there's, there is a very cute video that went viral and there is a coyote waiting for the badger to come and he gets oh. really excited and then both of them walk alone. It's a little bit weird. Yeah. But... Sweet though. Yeah. Okay, so we're off to strong start. <laughs> but the good thing is that there's no way but up from here. So, okay. Um, Alex, yeah. badgers have never been seen eating porcupines, crocodiles, or hyenas. Porcupines are quite spiky. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I feel like it's going to be, yeah. We're going to go porcupine. Just to, Sorry, what were we going to say? Just to give you a cue uh, for both of you, I'm going to say I was quite surprised with these information that I found. So don't, like, if you, if you think problem. that it might be risky, that an answer might be risky, you True. might be right, you know. We don't like to take risks here. On the to be fair, like, I wouldn't eat be. any of those animals. Like, if I wouldn't attack, if I was a badger, I wouldn't go anywhere near any of those. Like Maybe the crocodile from behind. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, it can be small crocodile. Yeah. You know, it's not going to go for the big one. Well, we're going to have to take my first answer, aren't we? I'm going to go porcupines, but you're going to go for yeah. porcupines. I'm going to have to. No. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Exactly. It's the alligators. No. Oh. Hyenas. Badgers are actually the main predator or hedgehogs in the UK. So. Ooh. Then, that, you know. yeah, That's eating porcupine doesn't mm. sound that weird. Mm. No, true. Right, that's still okay, zero so. for me. Zero, zero. Time, okay. You, the next question is, badgers are most closely related to seals, wolves, bears, or bears? Seals, wolves, or bears. I'm going to go with bears because... They've got claws and they've got big gnashes as well. So I think bears, they're kind of just small bears, aren't they, really? Ultimately. <laughs> oh, you're joking. I this said don't shocking. be afraid to go for the crazy. Don't be afraid, I, I was so afraid that was the problem. <laughs> I was going to go seals, but I was kind of rude. It's seals, actually. Oh, no way. Seals. Seals. What? I never would have thought that. Maybe they just crawled out the ocean at one point and back in the day. eating hedgehogs. Used to be in Whipsnade Zoo. <laughs> Right. Mad. Third question. We're good at this, to be fair. I'm, I'm ready for a point here. We need a point. Okay, I'm going to give you three statements, and only one of them is false. Okay. Oh. Okay, so only one of these is false. <laughs> okay. Okay, so Alex, badgers have been seen to fight lions to steal their prey. That's the first one. Wow. Badgers can hold their breath underwater for more than 15 minutes. We've got the underwater phase. <laughs> and Badger's skin can resist multiple machete blows. Like from a knife? So, yeah. So they can fight lions. <laughs> the the they can hold their breath underwater or their skin can resist machete blows. One of these is false. Only one of these. They're all very impressive. I gotta say, yeah, I was surprised. I'm gonna try not to be afraid to go for like a, a tricky one. I think they'd fight lions, you know. I reckon they'd fight lions. And I think they can, if they're if they're related to the seal, they can hold their breath. Point. So I'm gonna have to go for the the skin toughness question answer. Machete. <laughs> I could be no, on for a I, win here. Come on. I don't. I don't want to know how they found out about that. That their skin can resist the yeah, machete blows. Hopefully, it was a dead butcher. Um, but no, the false one is that they can hold their breath for 15 minutes underwater. That's 20 minutes. <laughs> it's longer. They're not very good swimmers. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, no, unlucky. In hindsight, it probably should have. Yeah. Why would they need to be able to do that? They live in the English countryside. <laughs> right. This, this is yours for taking. So though. I could win here. If you win, shut it down. Okay. So yours are. Butchers are. Over four million years old. Some badgers' homes can be thousands 
produce old, and badges were used by Egyptians in war. So they, they are over 4 million years old. Mm. Their homes can be thousands of years old, or they were used by Egyptians in war. I think, I think they're very old. Mm. I feel like they've been kicking around for a while. Were the badges by the pyramids? Um, I feel like they, the, 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 I reckon their homes have been used, you know, in the English countryside. I reckon they just get passed down through generations. They've inheritance tax, you want to watch that. Um, and the Egyptians, I don't think they were used by Egyptians. I think the Egyptians would use more lions and things like that. Like badgers aren't that intimidating, are they? I've never um, seen a badger in scripture. No, I've never seen a badger hieroglyphic. So um, I'm going to go, the false one is the Egyptians. They weren't used by the Egyptians. They used to be wrong. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Congratulations. You've got ice in yeah. your veins, mate. Good one. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. I'll take the tub there. Finally. Yeah. Who, who's been who's been winning the most uh, i think that pops ever. me up to three two yeah overall mad that they're four million years old and their home's been used for thousands of years that's crazy that's crazy to be fair. A, i mean if you think about it it's, they're not that old because mm. you know as humans i would say that we appear very late like yeah. when it comes to life yeah. on earth and we yeah. are also four million years old so that's crazy isn't it maybe that badger that you saw in the car park he probably lived in a home that's been a few thousand years. That did. car park's been around for thousands of years. Yeah, oh, brilliant. Well, no, that, that, was, that was an incredible quiz. Thank you so much for getting those questions. A lot together. of work's gone into that. Have yeah. you put more work into that quiz than your degree? <laughs> I'm actually having my finals next week. Oh, and wow. I, Best yeah, of and luck. I, I spent a little bit more time with this because it's more interesting yeah. than, than to be fair. So. Yeah, yeah. You can write a dissertation on it, can you? Yeah. Maybe I'll go back to uni. <laughs> you do, do you do much swimming yourself, Claudia, or any sports and stuff? No, actually, um, I gotta say I'm not a swimmer and I'm not into swimming at all. If I'm awesome. being brutally honest, I think swimming has to be one of my least favorite Same. sports. <laughs> Same to be honest. But <laughs> I still listen to the pot. I came across the pot from the third leg video. No way. Uh, that's so mad that, that third leg video is oh. like gone international <laughs> i saw yeah. claire Ball the weekend yeah yeah i saw claire Ball the yeah. weekend oh brilliant no. well that's so cool that's so so cool we've gone well, i'm glad you enjoyed it and yeah. i'm glad you got at least an answer right i was yeah, a bit worried about that got one that was so cool no that was awesome and yeah i can't i just blows my mind that you know we're having international listeners all the way out to hill <laughs> and we'll have to let you know if we ever you know take the pod international we go and do a record an episode out there we could do a little seville special sounds good to me um but no oh, yeah that would be great that would be, be so much great. fun claudia thank you so much for your time and thank you so much for putting those questions together luck, well thank you guys for i mean thank you for the pot first and foremost and mm. thank you for trusting me and letting me come here and no, ask you questions about budgets <laughs> What else would you want what, to do? What a Sunday afternoon. That's nothing more I'd want to do on a Sunday afternoon. Thank you so Hi. much. So that was our quiz uh, with Claudia. Thank you very much for listening, everyone. Thank you again, Claudia, of course. I, for I can't questions. believe that we've just done a quiz on badges. I just can't believe, you know, someone from Seville is calling in and quizzing us on such an interesting topic. Claudia doesn't even like swimming. And she she actually said, <laughs> she said it's one of her least favourite sports, but she found the pod through the third leg video. Yeah, so she kind of just sums up your life. Claire, it? honestly... 
I could, you couldn't write this, could you? No, Claire, Claire Balding. Claire Balding, thank thanks, you very much. Thanks for that. Uh, oh, I saw Claire. I didn't yeah, that. yeah. Should have shouted something. Maybe not shouted, but you should. Yeah, have she might have maybe been a bit. No, she's she's come up to me and she always, whenever I see her, she always goes, oh, "That video's doing the rounds" or something like that. Um, but the problem is, I'd have to explain myself to her. Yeah, but I'm sure she honestly, she probably listens. So nice. Mm, she's no, so nice. Um, so I'm sure she'd give you the time of day and stuff like that. But no, that was that was really cool. But no, that's our 48th episode. Our final record in the UK before World Championships for 49th will be with myself in Kagoshima. And then the big 50th will be in any location, any anywhere you with want, anything occurring. So please, please, please send your suggestions in. I think it's going to be quite uh, exciting. Um, buckle up. And that will be... I might need a day off work for that. Prompt take a week off. <laughs> Like my hospital bed slot. Put your notice in. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that'll be our 50th episode. I'll be on my summer break. I can't wait. I can't wait. But first of all, we've got a job to do that. We've got a chance. So, thank you everyone for listening. We'll see you next week. Catch you later.